Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording live from the Brooklyn Bunker. Folks, this has been one of the most obscene news cycles I have seen in quite some time. And I will say this, why is it obscene? Well, one, you know, I have been getting some pushback on social media after the announcement of New York Governor Cuomo resigning. Um, In two weeks, he will no longer be governor of New York. He had finally succumbed to the pressure placed on him by the Democrats um, uh, in New York and across the board. I knew once Biden had weighed in on the issue that he was going to therefore resign. And here's my issue with this. And I said this on social media and people are like, oh my God, like clearly you're for a sexual harassment and assault of women. No, the fuck I am not. But what I did say is this, Democrats always resign, always. We go after our own harder than we do our opponents. We had a rapist as a president of the United States and another one on the Supreme Court. Nothing ever happens to Republicans, nothing. And the pushback that I'm getting is a lot where folks are just, you know, well, we have higher standards and we have morals. I don't think that people fucking get the fact that you cannot have a democracy that is supposed to have a strong two party system and only have one party that goes after their own and eats their young as opposed to turning on the hoses right on the Republican fucking party. Am I saying that Cuomo should not have resigned? Absolutely not. But I'm saying, where the fuck is the energy for Matt Gates? Where is the energy for the Trump uh, investigation and indictments rolling down on him, on Clark, on Barr, on Sessions, right? Like, where the fuck is that energy? You know, and it, it's just, it's infuriating to me that we will go after people within our own party with a fury and an energy that we do not give people who frankly 
tried to have their fucking colleagues killed in the September, in the January insurrection. Here we are. And I guarantee you that we would probably see Cuomo behind bars, right? Or criminally liable or civilly liable in some way for his harassment and what he did in his office than we were for the fact that Donald Trump endangered the entire country, got us fucking sick, almost brought us into war, caused a coup, and this motherfucker is still walking around and we want to be patting ourselves on the back talking about fucking infrastructure? Get out of here. So the fact that People continue to say to me, well, you know, this is wrong. I don't care about the moral high ground. Let me just be fucking frank. I could care less about the moral high ground. The moral high ground does not put fucking food on the table. The moral high ground does not secure our democracy from white supremacist terrorist insurrectionists, right? That is not what it does. The fact that Democrats continue to sit around and scratch their heads and rub their chins like, I can't believe there's no bottom for Republicans, but we're still going to give them a win in terms of having this bipartisan infrastructure deal that is now two and a half trillion dollars less than what was what was wanted in the first goddamn place. Mitch McConnell signed on to this deal. And I'm going to have a conversation later in the show with our friend, Kurt Bardella, who's like, anytime that Mitch McConnell signs onto something, everyone should ask themselves why and what is the strategy behind it. And here's the strategy. Because Democrats only want to do things in a bipartisan fucking manner, then they have just set themselves up with this obstructionist ass fucking Senate and this extremist radical right party cult that if they do not have bipartisan agreement on, on various issues, like say, Oh, I don't know voting rights. Then Republicans can just turn around and say, well, bipartisanship is possible. Look at the infrastructure deal. Then you have the mansions and the cinemas of the world still wanting to uphold some bullshit filibuster right? Instead of doing something about our crumbling democracy. My problem is consistently with the fact that Democrats don't have a fucking backbone, that they are spineless fucking jellyfish and that everything that we do as a party is reactionary. We don't lead on a fucking thing because we're too fearful of what it is that Republicans will do instead of fucking taking action. But the only time that you ever see Democrats come out really fucking tough is when they are taking on a member of their own goddamn party. Now, am I saying that we should become the party of sexual predators, harassers, and and what have you like Republicans? Absolutely fucking not. And I should not have to clarify that statement if you know who I am. But at the same point, it would be great that we would circle the wagons right around members of our own party and go after Republicans with the type of venom that we do our own. We are in the midst of a four alarm fucking fire in this country, literally and figuratively. Everywhere you look, there is motherfucking fire and smoke. Right. We are looking at the skies over California, over the Western part of this country that are orange. We are literally just got a climate report in talking about how things that we have done are irreparable to our earth. And we have an opportunity, a slim window that I don't think that we will fucking meet 
to ensure that nothing worse happens than the already one and a half degree rise in the earth's temperature. So, you know, folks, it, it is, it is troubling to me that we will continue is not have our eye on the ball, not recognize what is of most importance. And the only thing that is important right now is stopping this motherfucking pandemic, holding those responsible for the continuation of this pandemic, stopping climate change, and holding on to what is left of our fucking kleptocracy. Because here's the thing that I am becoming more and more disillusioned with is the fact that if you are not a billionaire, you have no voice in this quote unquote democracy. I had this conversation yesterday with my mother who is a staunch Democrat. And I posted this on social media as well. My mother stopped watching the news, which she used to watch on a regular basis, right? Because of how toxic and destructive it was coming to her emotional health and well-being. So she'll pay attention to clips and alerts, but she no longer sits around and ingests it in the way that she does. After Cuomo resigned, she said, you know what? I don't even know what the fuck we're voting. Not my mother does not curse. This is my language. She goes, I don't even know what we're voting for anymore. I don't even know what the purpose of it is. This is a woman who came to the United States as a young girl, right? With high hopes and dreams that she was able to meet and achieve who believes very much in democracy, right? In the ability to build, right? In the possibility of the dream that she was able to achieve and therefore pass down to her daughters. And this woman is telling me this week, I don't know why I am voting anymore. And if my mother feels like that, then I know a whole host of other people feel that way too. And the only way to change that sense of hopelessness is to take action and to go hard, not just for those that do wrong within your own group, but for everyone who is doing wrong. And that wrong is hurting the collection of us, the entire community, right? Look at what Donald Trump was able to do. Look at what he's continued to do because we take no action against Donald Trump. We take no action against his, uh, sycophants, right? We just want to pretend that it's not happening. We want to move on as everyone keeps saying, how the fuck do you move forward when you have that type of anvil attached to you? Unless you set your eyes on recognizing that this Republican party is not a party, it is a cult. Unless you recognize that their foundation is in white supremacy, patriarchy, and misogyny. Unless you recognize that as soon as they get power, America is turning into an autocracy and that you have no time to waste and the clock is fucking running down. Then we are going to have more and more people across this country like that are becoming disillusioned and feeling this sense of hopelessness that my mother is. And when you have lost her, you have just lost. So I am beyond concerned about where our democracy is headed when this is what we want to be paying attention to. 
I'm glad that Cuomo resigned. He should, because he should care enough about the state that he helped save. And I will not rob that from him. He helped save New York, which was the epicenter of the coronavirus for the world last year. And when I think about where we are now from where we were last year at this time, I am grateful, but that does not excuse what he has done, but I'm not going to dismiss it. And I'm going to instead say that it's time for us to focus right on our true real enemies, enemies of the fucking state. And the question is, when are we going to do that? Coming up next, dear friends, in my conversation with our Woke Wednesday panel, Dr. Jonathan Metzl and Kurt Bardella. Folks, you know that I'm always so happy when we have our in-house doctor, Dr. Jonathan Metzl, join us to talk about why this country is so hell-bent on dying of whiteness and stupidity. Jonathan, you, you know... I don't even know now, and I feel like we should start marking these shows where you told us about the Delta variant. You told us about the Delta variant, I want to say about a month ago. And in that month's time, maybe it's, you know, five weeks or a little bit less, but in that time, we are now at Delta Plus variant and also a Lambda variant. We are seeing across this country surges in pretty much every state. But in those hot spots of Texas and Florida where we have executioners, a.k.a. the governors of that state, that are not at all interested in keeping their constituents safe. And now, just recently this week, Governor Abbott of Texas had the audacity to put out an SOS for healthcare providers and healthcare workers from outside of Texas to come in and help them with the surge that he caused. I don't even know where to begin, Jonathan, but like we've been talking about the fact that there was going that when we hit mid October that we were going to see extraordinary numbers. But I feel like we're ahead of the curve right now. What do you feel? How do you feel, I should say, about what is going on, what is transpiring and the strategy? Or I don't even know if you can call what Abbott and DeSatan are doing a strategy, but like. What, what do you think about where we are right now? Well, remember last week when we spoke, when we ended the, call, the conversation, we said they, these governors could do whatever they want and they do have a political strategy, right? Make, you know, make, make this false binary between the economy on one side and public health on the other, which is a totally false construct. But their idea was if we can just be like all in on the economy, we can weather the surge and we can weather really what's becoming a pretty catastrophic human cost. And what you and I said last week is this isn't going to work. So last week I said, let's give it two weeks, but it's really just like it's only about one week later. There are no hospital beds. ICUs are full. ICUs are full of young people, healthy people. And so really, again, we've been saying this for a year and a half now that the virus sets the narrative. We can impose our politics on it. We can do all of our stuff. But ultimately, this Delta variant in particular, you, you can catch it in 10 seconds. Uh, it gives you a much higher viral load, so you get sicker. The only thing you can do to protect yourself is to get vaccinated and, and wear a mask inside. And people are kind of waking up to that. And so if you try to put a frame over that, that is 
basically telling parents to sacrifice their kids, which is in part what's what's happening here. Um, you know, people aren't going to stand for it. And and I think, you know, what we're going to see over the next week or so is, you know, some kind of base saving way to change these horrible positions and support potentially could could crumble for Democratic uh, for Republican governors like Abbott and DeSantis, who seemed unassailable even even a few weeks ago. Folks, I'm always so excited when we have our friend, MSNBC contributor, think columnist, USA Today contributor, Kurt Bardella, join us on Woke AF to go inside the Republican mind. Just this week, I'm kind of looking at the news and I'm saying to myself, we're in the midst of an existential climate crisis. Like literally every part of the world is on fire. From uh-huh. Greece to California and places in between. But you're watching the news and you would think that this is relatively normal. Oh, there are right. wildfires again in California. And I'm like, it's burned almost half a million acres, right? Yeah. Like people have lost their homes. 30,000 people are displaced. And I just wonder, like, are, are we losing the forest through the trees? And are we going to find ourselves in December of 2022? after the midterm elections, standing around scratching our heads because that's what we're doing right now. We're not taking any definitive action. We're going to hail the infrastructure bill as this bipartisan flag that we want to wave, but is it not just more fuel to the fire for the mansions and the cinemas of the world to say, well, this is why we won't get rid of the filibuster because we can get things done. There's a reason why Mitch McConnell voted for this, and I think people should think about that for a second. If Mitch McConnell's okay with something, that means he thinks there's an advantage. And the advantage for him in his mind is, well, this pretty much ties the Democrats' hands going forward to anything else. Because now they've set a benchmark and a standard for quote-unquote bipartisanship, and now uh, anything short of that is a no-go. Yep. And, you know, I just think that Democrats need to understand, you know, Republicans do a great job of weaponizing fear and using it to get elected and, and to acquire power. And if I'm the the Democratic Party right now, I am bombarding the airwaves with a very simple message. Republicans are a death cult. Republicans want you to die. Republicans, not just with COVID, but if you like clean air, if you like clean water, guess what? They're your enemy. If you want your kids to get lung cancer, then go vote Republican. Because that's what's going to happen. Like that, We are literally Mm. at this point now Mm. where... All of these things are life and death situations now, and it's almost at the point of no return, which is depressing to think about. And I try not to because it's, it's <laughs> like, what the fuck does it matter then? Um, but I'll tell you, like, if you know, we have seen through COVID, the Republican Party and people like Ron DeSantis and Greg mm-hmm. Abbott are willing to have their people, their citizens die to advance a political goal. So I have no hope that the Republican Party is going to wake up one day and decide that our planet's worth saving. They will continue being in the pocket of fossil fuel and oil companies till the minute that this planet blows up. And they will sit there and say, nothing to worry about. They're just alarmist, extremist liberals that are trying to scare you, despite the fact that there's a tidal wave or a fire burning in your backyard. They don't care. And so we need to move past this idea that we can change their mind that they were going to wake up and see the light, that things are going to be able to go back to the way that they used to be when the Senate was truly a bipartisan entity. That's dead. Like, that, like infrastructure is an aberration. It is, mm. it is a mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. a once in a two decade like achievement. And again, all credits about hey, it's great that it's going to happen. Fantastic. I have no problem with that. It is one of the most sweeping, progressive pieces of legislation that we'll probably ever see in our lifetime. Kudos to you. That is not the standard, though. That is the exception, not the rule. And if Democrats aren't careful, they're going to find themselves trapped by their own achievement here. And I think that's what McConnell's kind of doing. That's it for today's Woke AF Daily podcast. To hear more from me, do subscribe and get five hour long shows each and every week at patreon.com slash woke AF. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.